Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 138 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. And uh, yeah, we got a little bit of a fun loosey-goosey episode for you this week. Uh, we're going to be back with a guest next week, a pretty big guest. We'll we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know that later on in the week. But with that being said, let's let's talk about gambling. You see, If you're watching on YouTube, you see the money in the background. We're kind of on a little bit of a, of a heater, I would say, like especially for the amount of sports and the volume that we do. Um, I would I would call it a heater, wouldn't you? We always say that, and then the day like the the day after the podcast comes out, we uh, we shit the bed the night before, like we are tonight. Eh, we'll see how tonight ends up playing out. But uh, over the last, just in the last week, I mean, this is one week of betting of all our Patreon picks. 45 and 32 up a little over 14 units. I mean, that is 77 bets in a week that we gave out for $10 a month. So, um, and if you're a $10 better, you know, you bet 10 bucks across the board, you're up $140 right now, just in the last week alone. So I don't know much more we can say, but it's going to be fun. NBA started at night. NHL, we're, we're trying to figure some things out with NHL. NBA just kicked off. We'll get it fine-tuned. We found a really, really good slant in the NFL with tackle props. We're 17-5 and five on those on the air. So just staying hot and uh, trying, trying to win you guys some money. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to do math here. We're sweating this under in the Nets game. There can only be 51 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter. It could happen. It's, I mean, it's not not happening, but uh, it's not looking great either. Yeah. Um, but anywho, yeah, I mean, we're doing we're doing solid. So to uh, recap gambling, let's recap some uh, some football over the weekend. Mainly, really, honestly, this and uh, the NFL slate over the weekend was a stinker. Outside, there was about four good games. Of course, two of them had to be prime time. Talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but then the Cowboys and the Vikings games, which honestly should not have been games. The Vikings were dominating the Panthers, and they blew it. And then the Cowboys, that they should have just killed that game. It shouldn't even have been that close. They had two turnovers in the end zone. Yeah. I was watching the Cowboys game. Travis had turned it off uh, to go do some stuff. But I was like, they should, be mur- they should have rolled that game. It should have been a steamroll. Dak threw the pick in the end zone that really wasn't his fault. It bounced off a defender or his receiver's hands. I can't remember. Uh, and it was intercepted. And then the stupid fourth and goal jump over the lineman to try to get a QB sneak. And it got knocked out of his hands before he crossed the goal line. So, uh, yeah, it should have been a blowout. But it was a fun game. I mean, that we had Cowboys minus three and a half. So when it goes to overtime <laughs> and you have minus three and a half, 
you're Mike fuck. Like they have to get a touchdown. And not only that, the Patriots got the ball first. So then you're like double fuck because then now the Cowboys have to do is kick a field goal to win. So you're pretty much kissing the spread goodbye if you have anything above minus three and it goes to overtime. Which most – I wouldn't say most time, but I've been seeing it a lot lately though, especially in, with how kickers have been going, where if, if you're in a position where you can score though, like go ahead and score. Like they're going to – they're not going to like get in a field goal – range and then just set it up for him unless you're just a, a douchey coach that doesn't care about that kind of stuff but uh i had a feeling that they were going to go for the throat there and go for the touchdown they did and i'm glad they did they did great rollout apparently Dak got a little hurt on that play uh he think he hurt like tweaked his shoulder again um is what i had read but um we'll see he said he said he said it'll be all right great touchdown pass to cd lamb i literally got up and ran around my basement because like i said we had pretty heavy uh, three-unit play, Cowboys minus three and a half, and it paid off. So, big-time play. C.D. Lamb is just too damn good. Yeah, he is He is unstoppable, it seems like. That offense is rolling, and they look pretty damn good. So, can't complain about that. That was a good game. Also, I got up and ran around on the Trayvon Diggs touchdown on the on the pick six because I thought that sealed it. Like, I thought they picked it off. They went up by, what was it? They went up by six at that point. And uh, I was like, oh, man, they got this in the bag, right? They went up by six or one. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh, no, they went for two. They they, they were up by five. Yeah, they were up yeah, by five. Right, they went for right. two there. But uh, that was insane. I got up and ran around. And then the next play, the Patriots bomb a 75-yard pass down the field. To, which to burns Trayvon Diggs because he got turned around, uh, which brings me to a question, or not necessarily a question, but a – topic of discussion everyone is you know super hype on Trayvon Diggs yes he has does have seven seven interceptions no I believe that was his that that was his sixth or seventh I think uh looking it up Trayvon Diggs he has pro football reference by the way guys not not sponsored but pro football reference I love that website uh, they they have a lot of great. Yeah, he is a he has an interception in every single game this year, and had two in Week Four against Carolina. So he has seven, seven. Yeah, um, but everyone is like very quick to call him the, or I guess have him as a front runner for Defensive Player of the Year. But that wasn't the case whenever Xavier Howard was doing this. What was that? Was that last year? Or two last year ago? he had he had ten picks last year. I mean, Trayvon Diggs has seven through six games. I mean, he'll slow down. He'll slow down. I mean, that's that, he's literally had an interception on every single game, and then two in the Carolina game. So, I let's pump the brakes on defensive player of the year. Um, I would have to look at the full blown stats. You know, some defensive ends could win that. T.J. Watt has looked damn good. Uh, he looked damn good on was that Monday night? Yeah. yeah, he basically won the game for him on Monday night. Yeah. I will say pro football focus, if you look at Trayvon Diggs, he ranks 14th in the league in the receptions allowed, which isn't bad. Um, he gets targeted a low amount. He's fourth in the league in targets. Uh, I don't have a pro football focus subscription, so I can't see everything else. But um, so let's just let's see how the let's see how the year pans out, see how he does. I know Travis said he does let up a lot of big plays. I I'm not I'm not going to call him Defensive Player of the Year just yet, but it's definitely a possibility. 
All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I totally agree. And then we had the Sunday night football game, which was what we were just talking about a little bit with TJ Watt, the Steelers, who beat the Seahawks in which another game that should have been a blowout. They started out 14 nothing. The, the Steelers just let off. Then they're notorious for that, though. They let off the gas. They never step on the throat. I, I don't know. I it's I find it hard to believe that every single team in primetime games just lets off the gas. And this has been a revolving theme, week in, week out. Like every single primetime game this past week came down to the bitter end. Yeah, I mean, even even Bucks and Eagles on Thursday night, it did. So, so this is something that we're going to have to monitor moving forward because uh, it's been, and, and maybe we just need to start taking the the underdogs in every game. Okay. I mean, I didn't. We didn't put out a play on Sunday night. If I if I if you like had a gun to my head, I would have said Seahawks. Um, I, I picked the Steelers just because I thought it was going to be blowout, and it very well should have, and was going to trend that direction, and then they they just cut off. Yeah, I uh I mean we were high on Bucks. I mean that was a terrible beat on Thursday night. The Bucks literally won by six and the spread was six and a half. Eagles going for two in that situation, in that situation they were in, made zero fucking sense because it was 28-20. They had just scored a touchdown, kicked the extra point, and you're down by a touchdown. Why are you trying to go for two? Like I that 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 out of all the primetime games that scream like gambling conspiracy theory vegas is vegas is involved and in, has their hands on every single nfl game that's the one i would point to and be like that doesn't make any sense to me yeah i mean it's tough especially when you think about uh tampa bay being the most penalized team in the nfl do you know that they have 471 yards against them in the nfl and what does that have to do with anything? Just how they didn't cover the spread. And they get penalized a lot. What does that have to do with Vegas, though? Like the Raiders? No, I, I thought you were trying to come up with like a gambling conspiracy theory. that that. Oh, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it just seems like fishy to keep these games close for prime time. Yeah, but what does that have to do with their penalty yards, though? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I'm just confused by 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 throwing, by throwing flags on them. If they're up, you're gonna flag them more. Yeah, but if they're the most penalized team in the league, then that means that that they do it outside of those games too. So maybe you're just trying to keep them close in all the games because they have such a talent advantage. 
Maybe who knows? The refs are fucking terrible, though. Like, I mean, uh, that's, yeah, that's something that I want to that we were going to talk about. It's just the, how yeah. hard it is to watch some of these games now. They start like it's and it's only in the in in the beginning, like the first half. Like it, it was so hard for me to get in that Cowboys Patriots game, even though we had a good chunk of change on it, because of the amount of flags that were thrown in the first half. I feel like they they ease up in the second half, kind of let the players play. But in my opinion, you got to officiate the entire game the same way. It can't just be like first half we're going to be very flag heavy, second half we're not. It would it would make sense that you say that because Dallas actually has the most flags thrown in NFL games. It was like you said, like it was so hard to watch. And like, I find myself like late on those NFL, especially in a, this past night is a little different because we started at eight 30 in the morning because of the dolphins game. Let's not talk about that. Um, but in the, by the time those late afternoon games roll around, I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of like football, footballed out, you know, like I, I need a little bit of a break and I catch stuff on my phone, especially like anytime there's a flag, it's just it kind of disinterests me. Football's supposed to be a fast-paced game, and with all the flags, it's not. Yeah, it's been rough. I I just find myself disengaged in a lot when it's just any big play. Oh, called back. Uh, happened on one. Did it not happen on the uh, last night? Man, yeah, the Bills had a big return. They called it back a kickoff return for a touchdown that would have given them the lead late in the game. And it got called back on a very ticky tacky, very, very ticky tacky holding call, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't see it. I just saw that it happened. I wasn't watching oh. the game at the time. I just saw, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it was very ticky tacky. It was like as the guy was trying to peel away and pull away from, from the defender after Isaiah McKenzie had already passed them, he was like trying to peel and pull back away and go this way to go get him. And the def- the the defender held on his jersey just a little, just like a smidge too long, and they threw a flag on that. He, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have called he wouldn't have caught him. No way in hell. It was never know. It was ticky tacky. Never know. Um, so Vikings same way they had an overtime walk off game that was fun. We had money on that, but they were minus two. So if they would kick the field goal, they'd have won either way. It was still cool to see a walk off touchdown. Those are a lot more fun. I like them walk off field goals in overtime. How did that one end? Uh, Kirk Cousins threw the big touchdown pass to KJ Osborne in in the uh, in overtime. That's right. I had the money line, but either way, it was uh, it was still nice to see. It was a sweat, that's for sure, because it should not have been that close. They it fucking should not. blew it. Um, and then Monday Night Football, probably one of the best ones. Uh, fun game, fun game, very fun game. Derrick Henry. Uh, I don't know what anyone is thinking. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best running back in the NFL. He's the best. Oh, hands down. Hands down, and people were today were debating him with Adrian Peterson. He's not quite to what AP was able to do, but he's he's getting there. Um, him and they're Adrian totally Peterson. different style yeah. of running back. So, I mean, Derrick Henry for how big he is and how like the the speed he has is fucking insane. Like, yeah, I mean, we saw him in the SEC championship game when they played against Mizzou, yeah, and he was just a specimen of a human being. Uh, it's just bananas. So the dude is phenomenal, which brings us, we could actually not insert all of our uh, Instagram and Twitter Q and A's here, but this might be a good spot to at least throw in one of them. Yeah. We are doing a fan mailbag this week. Uh, This is, this is a good spot for it. So uh, Tommy Brown on Instagram, 
I used to be with the uh, chest hair podcast. Throw that one out there. Uh, he he said, what goes through your mind if you're a defensive back and Derrick Henry just hit you coming full speed? Um, uh, probably not a whole lot's going to be going through my mind because I'm probably going to be unconscious. Yeah, no shit. If he just hit me coming full speed, he did that to one of the Bills defenders, and I mean he fucking trucked him. I think it was – I think it was Micah Hyde. I mean, he put Micah Hyde on his ass, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was insane. He just lowers his shoulder. What's going through my mind is um, I'm tapping the top of the helmet when I get up because I I, I want to come out and sit out for a few plays. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's going through my mind when he's coming at me is how do I not, how do I not uh, get embarrassed on national television? Yeah, do you dive at his that's feet? What's through, that's what's going through my mind. Yeah, do you dive at his feet? Like, is that, is that the only thing you, you can do there to stop him? I think you kind of like, kind of lay down, like you're already <laughs> you gotta kind of like embrace the impact. Like you kind of gotta like go with him. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like when you jump off something high, you tuck and roll. Like you get, yeah, you exactly. Get, yeah, you have to like kind of fall into it. You definitely can't go straight at him. You're because your body for that's just gonna make it worse. So you're saying like when you tackle Derrick Henry, you're not like leaning in to try to tackle him. No, when he comes gonna, at you. You're kind of just gonna let him take you away, but then wrap him up on the way down. <laughs> That's you just gotta kind of hang off of him. It's I almost like taking drag you that far. It's like taking a charge in basketball. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of like that. I that's not a, that's not a bad strategy for all you that's DBs good. out there listening. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, you just gotta. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're going if you're going at him at an angle though, then no big deal. Hit him as hard as you want. You can tackle Derrick Henry if you get him either behind the line of scrimmage or within a yard of the line of scrimmage. If he gets that burst two yards or past line of scrimmage, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, I mean, someone might eventually tackle him once he bounces off a few guys. But once, <laughs> once a few guys, let me clarify. Once a few guys bounce off of him, but that's about it. Remember whenever uh, during our draft for the Assholes Anonymous League, I had the second overall pick. Obviously, CMC went went number one, and everyone called me crazy for taking uh, Derrick Henry over Alvin Kamara. I think a lot of people have just been like skeptical, and you were skeptical of him after his first breakout year, and then he did it again last year. And I don't think yeah. everyone anyone still knew that everyone was still like. Uh, maybe one more year, and now it's no. like okay, Derrick Henry is officially the real deal. Once is a fluke, twice for me is is enough reason to believe that you're the real deal. Like after he did that shit again last year, he's gonna rush for two thousand yards again this year. I mean, he has a hundred hundred plus rushing yards in every single game besides week one, and that's only because they were getting throttled by the Cardinals and they didn't have to run the ball, or they couldn't run the ball. That's it. Yeah, I mean. So. I didn't think that he was going to have that good of a game against the Bills. I was like, oh, he's going to get shut down. We put out his over on rushing yards, and I'm like, didn't love it. But, geez, he's unstoppable. I mean, he, he has had um, – the Bills hadn't had hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher in like a, over a year. They hadn't, they hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher. So, But they also play in the, NF, the AFC East where I don't think the Bills, Dolphins, or Jets – if they threw all their best running backs to in a room, they none of them are going to have a good running back to begin with. Yeah, exactly. At so all. at all, which leads me to to a couple talking points before we dive into uh, NCAA. 
football and some of the some of the head big headlines of that that uh, weekend is talking about the AFC East is the Miami Dolphins. We have to talk about them a little bit since me and Jared's I'm going to put in air quotations team. Cause after this weekend, it, they're, yeah, they're still my team, but I don't, I'm not going to actively go out of my way to watch them. After this way. weekend, I think it's might be safe to say that they are one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. They're better than the lions. I still think they're better than the jets. Honestly, I think they're better than the Jaguars, even though they just lost to the Jaguars. That was, you know, he, the Dolphins players did not lose that game. I mean, it's uh, main, it was on coaching for sure. It was, it was, Brian Flores got out coached by Urban Meyer, and the fact that I even had to utter that sentence is fucking disgusting. Brian Flores could get out coached by anyone right now. He is not impressive. He has taken the team to new highs and then the lowest of lows. That's what I'm saying. Like all my time hop, bro. Like, I don't know if you've been seeing my tweets on Twitter, but like, I've been like quote tweeting shit that I was saying a year ago and how hype I was. Like, we were like at this point last year, there's only like two teams that had a better point differential than the Dolphins. Now we're bottom in the NFL in point differential. It's just like what happened over the course of the year. You should not regress that bad as a coach. Like, I was a three first round draft picks. I was a Flores backer. Oh, absolutely. I was a Flores backer. And I, I want to say something right now, and I'm 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 gonna hold my hold my word to this. Dolphins fans are very toxic. Travis and I are toxic. I mean, because like it's just it's a toxic franchise. But people who are blaming Sunday's loss on Tua because that one fucking throw can eat a bag of dicks. It was not his fault. He played a really really good game. It was one thousand percent on Brian Flores and the offensive coordinators. I'm not gonna blame the game on him. If he was a good quarterback, we could have won the game, but. He's not. He's not an NFL QB. I'll say that right now. Uh, he's I saw. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Uh, Brian Flores has got to go. The whole front office has got to go. I don't think there's been a first round draft pick that the Dolphins have had in the, since we've been fans. So in the last five years uh, that have really panned out to be worth a damn. Jalen Waddle. 
I mean, he's the only one that showed. Which we have very, very, very small sample size. Like he could, you know, break his knees tomorrow and never do anything ever again. So, yeah. outside of that, though, horrible. It's pathetic. I mean, and they've had handfuls and handfuls of first round picks to fuck up. They traded away the first round pick. Uh, granted, we still have another one for this year, but right now, which I think would be pick three. Yeah, pick two. Three. Pick two, maybe. I mean, even I think horrible. It doesn't matter. We'd fuck it up anyway. So the Dolphins, um, I mean, we'll we're, see. we're we'll saying see. all this. We're saying all this. Watch them go on a fucking heater and like win six in a row or some shit like that. No, not that, but we're saying all this. I'm going to give you, give it to you early. I'm picking the Dolphins this weekend. I know. I like it too. Have to underdogs at home. They lose people. If they lose this game, I said, I know we said this last week, but it's a London game, big travel. If they lose this game, People are getting fired. Heads will fucking roll. If this is literally Brian Flores's career on the line game. Yeah, I think so too. Steven Ross will come down the next day with a fucking ax and just start chopping heads. I mean, he will like my father-in-law has been a a fan of the dolphins. He grew up in South Florida and he said, he goes, Steven Ross is an older guy. He's always wanted to win. And I think now he's finally probably getting fed up with it because the roster's there. The talent's there. I don't want to harp on the Dolphins too long, but I will say one more thing. I saw the perfect tweet, and it sums up Tua. Tua is not the problem, but he's also not the solution. Perfect. Perfect. He's not the problem, but he's uh, a percentage of the problem. He's not the problem nor the solution. He's not not going to cause us to be in turmoil. What does that mean that – Get rid of him or start looking for his net for his replacement. I mean, it's not going to come via the draft. I mean, if Deshaun Watson, if this shit gets cleared up with Deshaun Watson, and I said, I said this on on Sunday to my father in law, trade Devontae Parker, trade Xavier Howard, and a couple of first round picks. Too late now. Now it doesn't matter for Deshaun Watson. Xavier Howard pissed me off by not playing on Sunday, by the way. That was pathetic. I'm sorry. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too late for this year. This year's already in the dumps. Throw it away. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a couple other things. Uh, Lions, probably going to be the first team to go 0-17. Uh, you think so? Dan Campbell, I heard this part of my take. He was a player that went winless. Now he can be a coach that goes winless. They're horrible, man. They're horrible. Jared, Jared Goff, Goff fucking terrible. So bad. Jared Goff's terrible, which is great for me because I um, put out a future at the end of the season for the Lions to have the least amount of wins in the NFL. So Jacksonville got their win this week. It's going to be close. I mean, if they get one, it's going to be wild. Uh, but I think they go winless. Um, that's one. Uh, oh, by the way, a pick. I uh, was you'll. I don't want to give away too many picks for De- for degenerous digest because we've got a little new format for it. But one of my picks is Rams minus 14, 14 and a half, whatever it is, uh, in the Matt Stafford revenge game against the Lions this weekend. Yeah, that. That uh, that's a pretty solid pick. I like that. Didn't though we have three our late afternoon games this week are stupid spreads. They're dumb, uh, and that's the only one I like. Seventeen. That's the only one I like in the afternoon uh, games. Taylor Heineke. Why yeah. is he an NFL quarterback? Yeah, uh, I don't know because he wasn't even an XFL quarterback. That's what I'm saying. That I don't know. Blows my mind. When does when does when does when does uh Fitzmagic come back? 
uh, I thought he was out for like seven to eight weeks. Fuck, that's like, like call me crazy. I think they might have won that game on Sunday against the Chiefs if if Ryan Fitzpatrick's playing. So he's expected to miss half the season. Fuck. So we're looking at like Thanksgiving return for him. Yeah, probably week week uh, week nine. Huh? So about two more weeks. But at that point, it's going to be too so far gone. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, if if the uh, Washington football team had somewhat competent of a quarterback, I granted it did end up being a blowout, but that's because their offense couldn't stay on the field. Yep. But if Washington had a quarterback, I think they beat the Chiefs on Sunday. If not, they definitely make it super close. It wasn't yeah, a very, very close game. Yeah. Uh, you cannot not drive on this Chiefs defense. Derrick Henry's about to have a fucking field day this weekend. Yeah, this can be ugly. Their linebackers suck. Derrick Henry, I want to know how many times Derrick Henry puts Nick Bolton on his back. I don't know, but Nick, hey, Nick Bolton, for how terrible he is, his over on tackle props is a fucking is a lock every time. Hey, especially this week. He'll have a lot of assists because damn no, he's not tackling by himself. <laughs> no shit. Uh, uh, yeah, so with that, like with that being said, and this kind of do you wanna do you wanna roll into college football? Uh before? two more two more small things, sorry. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Brown's defense. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, Baker just needs to like not be a hero and fucking sit. I know, I know you got He's got to take. He's got to take a week or two off, dude. He said he's in a oh. fucking sling. Well, the thing is, it's his non-throwing shoulder, but still, you're still. like you're gonna try to not get hit as much as possible. Still, uh, man. I mean, he runs around too much to not to play. If that makes sense. Yeah. It. And then then they have a short week this week, which we'll get into it. But and a very. Very dog shit team, which they're playing, which I want to talk about next. Playing the Broncos, uh, Teddy Bridgewater said it today. Finally, thank Jared said they were going to start out two and four. He's going to lose his job. They're three and three. They've lost their last three, and they've looked terrible. Yep. Is this is this the game where the Bronco or the Browns defense get back gets back on track? I think so. Uh, That pass rush is too good. And uh, the problem with the, with the Broncos is they have, first of all, the receiving core. That I've never seen a team have a have a year after year a depleted receiving core due to injuries more than the Broncos. I feel like every year they lose their top two receivers. Because right now uh, they got Cortland Sutton, but their number two is Tim Patrick because Jerry Judy's hurt. Um, I feel like Noah Fant is uh, always, KJ Hamler's out too. Is he not KJ Hamler? Yeah, he's he's out. So Noah Fant can't stay healthy for a fucking sixty minutes. Nonetheless. Albert O. Albert O. Yeah, I so mean, it's literally Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. And I honestly venture to say right now Tim Patrick's the number one because Cortland Sutton's smothered by good corners. Yeah, so, I mean, you look at that team and they're just – yeah, I, I do think this is the week that the Browns defense gets back on track. They have a pass rush of Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. Um, they did lose uh, Owosu Kimura to IR today. I saw uh, that. So that's a that's a bummer. And it um, well this week they'll probably be without Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They are this officially. Nick Chubb is not playing. So a Thursday night game is looking like a fucking snooze fest already. 
Yeah, it's looking bad. Uh, but we'll talk about it in a little bit because I'm hoping the Browns kind of pull their heads out of their ass. Definitely wouldn't wouldn't spot them to be a three and three team. Three. Me three. too. And I just no, I didn't either. But I just want to put it on record that yes, I am a Dolphins fan, but I have to pick somebody else three for. And I just want to apologize to the Chargers fan base because I tweeted that out Sunday morning. I said I'm going to cheer for the quarterback we should have taken, Justin Herbert. They fucking got trampled there that day. Dude, they got so they got shit on. Was so, that a fluke performance by Justin Herbert? Is that just a bad outing you think by the Chargers, or was that? Uh, oh, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think honestly the Ravens are that good. Like, I don't think they, I don't think they're. I think I'm, I think they're good, but I don't think they are that good. I think the Chargers just total mismatch. I think you look at the AFC. I think uh, it's it's a two pony race on who's going to go to the Super Bowl: Bills and Ravens. No, the Ravens will find a way to fuck it up. Probably so. But I will say I'll apologize to all Chargers fans because I hitched my my uh, wagon to that pony. I was like, you know what? I have to after the Dolphins were going to lose. I was like, I got to cheer for somebody else for the rest of the year. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go for the Chargers. <laughs> the day I say that, they got fucking steamrolled by the Ravens. I mean, absolutely shellacked. I literally got a new phone, and you know those like uh, kind of like cartoonized phone cases with the players on them. I was gonna get Justin Herbert one because they don't make any good Dolphins ones, and nor do I want that on my phone right now. <laughs> uh, and I was gonna get Justin Herbert one, and I was like, eh, maybe I'll wait a week and see if he bounces back on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, no shit. So um, we just had, we had to talk about that. So one more thing because I think. Uh, we can, uh, a question we got asked from the mailbag was going to lead into another topic. So we'll, we'll leave it for that. But, uh, for those of you who didn't watch college football this weekend, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I didn't get to watch a ton of it. I did watch the Saturday night game and the, the Tennessee fans, you got to be fucking disgusted with yourself. No, that's awesome. I love it. Great for the sport. What? Yeah, that's awesome. Fuck the referees, dude. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was clearly. That was- I don't know if it was clearly. I think that was very, very close. He was very close. I don't know, man. So why don't you why don't you run run uh, the listeners through the play we're talking about? Yeah. So the uh, Tennessee had fourth and twenty four. Uh, basically, they needed to score a touchdown to win the game, right? Yeah. Yep. Touchdown. Uh, they get like a 23 yard gain and gets tackled like right at the first down marker and so I mean like close. right at it. And this is, this is where we dive into gotta have, gotta have better way of fucking measuring first downs rather than somebody running uh 10 yards of metal chain attached to two sticks 400 feet away and trying to mark it in the exact same spots that it was out on the other side of the field. That just doesn't work anymore. Uh, Regardless of the fact they ruled him short uh, and there was like a minute and a half left or something like that. Very little time. Uh, and Tennessee fans just started throwing shit on the field. I'm sure you guys all saw it. Mustard bottles. And then Lane Kiffin gets like, I wouldn't say hit. He gets like nicked with a golf ball. Yeah. Uh, and it was hilarious. It what was more hilarious is that he fucking picked it up and like put it in his pocket and held it for like the post game. And- yeah, but you got like think of the guy who threw that golf ball is probably sitting at home so happy right now. I saw someone for those of you who haven't seen Rookie of the Year with, um, but do that under in that fucking Bucks game hit. No, it didn't. Yeah, two hundred thirty-one. Nice. 
Uh, oh, 49 points. They couldn't so, score more than. So anyway, guys, if you guys, again, not listening to the, not following the Patreon, I put out NBA picks today. I did the under in the Bucks nets game because 90% of the money in Vegas was on the over. And that's kind of analysis we give you. We always want to fade the public. So anyway, but I saw a meme of uh, Rookie of the Year, which is, for those of you who haven't seen, seen the movie, pause this, go watch it, come back. Um, but basically, it was like a meme, and it said, the guy threw the golf ball at Lane Kiffin, and it's Henry Rowan Gardner in the stands. Get ready to, get ready to throw throw the baseball. Like, <laughs> you got to know that like that person who threw that and like the fact that that's so talked about, like, you got to wear some pride on your seat. Like all his buddies, probably in a frat at Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Probably like I threw that fucking golf ball. Yeah, fuck you guys. Well, that, this like who, who brings a golf ball to a that's, football game? That's what I was texting. I'm like, who fucking that, just has a? That's got to be just like uncomfortable all day long. Uh, so I got thinking about it. It had to be probably because like Lane Kiffin said it was a range ball. So I bet you was a kid that like worked at that worked at a golf course in town and like got off. Like right before the game started, and just went straight there, and for some random reason had a fucking range ball in his pocket. Like uh, you work at a golf course, like I mean, do you keep, yeah, do you keep, no, do you keep do golf I, balls in your pocket? Hell no. I have. Well, then again, I have a desk at the golf course, so like, yeah, I have a, I have a mug. They're like whatever balls that I'll pick out of golf cart and throw in this mug. See, that's what I'm saying. So, like, but, if, I, but but if one of your if one of your front desk employees, like, if they find a golf ball they want to keep, where do they shove it? Probably in their fucking pocket. Probably in their pocket, and knowing these Hoosiers too, they probably have like skull cans and everything else in their pockets too. So doesn't doesn't uh, throw it past me. Did you mention they find the SEC find them? Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Do you think do you think it was enough? Yeah, because that's about what you get fined if you rush the field. I think it's a little worse than rushing the field, though. Don't you think? Because they had to stop play for twenty minutes. I didn't think it was that was a little bit ridiculous. They like cleared the stands. And then let them all come back. No, they didn't. They didn't let them come back. They fucking they ran. Let them back. Yeah. And then uh, Tennessee got the ball back, had a chance to win it. They're on the 22-yard line, got to run oh, one God. more play. Joe Milton. For those of you whose name that doesn't – or who that doesn't ring a bell – I don't know. For those of you who don't recognize that name. For those of you who don't recognize that <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, he's the guy that was at Michigan. He transferred. So he's the backup at Tennessee. The dude takes off running to the end zone and just casually trots out of bounds as the clock is <laughs> the last play of the game. I mean, what are you doing? Trying to pad your stats? Just like, try- I don't care who's behind you. Just chuck it behind you. <laughs> yeah. Good gravy, man. Dude, I know, right? It's just like turn around and fucking just. Huck chuck that thing behind you. Like I don't care. I don't care. Do you think? Do you think that his teammates were pissed at him in the locker room? I mean, they probably weren't happy. But again, you have to think about he hadn't. He has not taken a snap since week two. But dude, me, we were sitting outside uh, watching it and uh, like drinking beers around the fire, and we're like, they they showed Joe Milton, and he was like, he was ready, dude. I was like, oh, he's gonna do it. He's so pumped, and he just ducks it out of bounds for eight yards. I was like, are you kidding me? Hey, he completed one pass before that, though. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I was so mad. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So we had to talk about that. Um, Tennessee throwing trash. The mustard bottle again. Who has a fucking mustard bottle? Like they see, everyone was saying that, 
They had to have went and grabbed it from the concession stand. <laughs> but that, that's that's the wildness was. Someone's like, I need something to fucking throw. They exactly, turn around and, yeah. and run. Turn around, you're right by the exit. You go snag that thing. And if that thing's half full, you could chuck that thing at least 50 yards. Chuck that fucking football a quarter mile. <laughs> exactly. And you have, dude, oh, I would, you mean tell me, you mean tell me that happened at Mizzou while we were there. You wouldn't throw something. I wouldn't instigate it, but if people around me are throwing shit, I'd be like, all right, I got to throw something. Right, like you're not going to be the first one to, to throw a bottle of mustard. But if somebody's throwing <laughs> something and you don't have anything, you're finding something to throw. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Exactly. Uh, so we had to talk about a lot of uh, things that happened over the weekend. <laughs> so let's take a little bit of a break because I need to take it. I need to get a drink. We're going to come back and answer a couple more fan questions and then do – our new format of the Generous Digest. So we'll see you guys here in a couple minutes. All right, before we hop into Generous Digest, uh, we have a couple more questions from our followers, listeners, yada, yada. We already went through one that we gave you earlier. But we are going to give you two more, uh, some interesting questions, something different uh, that, that the people would like to hear. Uh, one is uh, from Jason from the Puck and Pigskin podcast. Uh, we have uh, gotten a little bit closer with him with the segment that we were doing on his show. Uh, took a little hiatus, but he asked us, who is the biggest shock, good or bad, so far in this NFL season? I'll go first. Biggest shock for me is the Arizona Cardinals. I did not expect them to be 6-0. and I did not expect them, expect them to be. Did you expect them to be good, but it's not this good? I expected them, like, when I looked at the NFC West, I thought they could have finished last. Let's put it that way. Like, like, and, that, and that's not, not to knock them, because I also said before the season started that I think all four NFC West teams are going to make the playoffs. Seahawks probably aren't going to do that now. Maybe even not the Niners. But, like, before the season started, like, I looked at the NFC West and I thought, hey, all four of these teams can make the playoffs. And I think of those four teams that do make the playoffs, I think the Cardinals may be the worst. Uh, so, yeah, big surprise to me. I mean, right now they're in the driver's seat. When do them and the Rams play? Because I cannot fucking wait for that game. Uh, I will tell you right now. Them and the Rams play. Well, they've already played they, once. They did? Oh. Yeah, and the Cardinals mowed over them. Oh ago. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. There's such an unforgettable they game. They don't play again until. Why can oh, wow, I probably that drunk? I can't see anything. <laughs> Two drunk brothers what? on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, staying on brand here. It's not, dude. I'll it's like you. blurry when I scroll. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for real. It's not showing it. I'll tell you right now. I'll pull it. Up oh, there phone. it is. Sorry, uh, week. 14 um, man we get a fucking banger for a thursday night game next week packers cardinals next weekend for yeah, thursday night. That. but I then their that. schedule is like super easy they play the niners the panthers the seahawks the bears they play the rams on monday december 13th yeah monday night football but uh yeah they're good i didn't think that they'd be this good but they are good my i would say biggest shock um surprisingly it's kind of weird, but looking at it, will is going to be the Washington football team. Like being bad? I like I didn't think they were going to be good, but I also didn't think they were going to be this bad. Like their their record would be a lot better than two and four, 
Uh, because you got to think like they're they relied on their defense a lot last year, and I don't know how your defense can go from top tier to now one of the worst in the NFL. Well, it's kind of like you alluded to earlier. They their offense can't stay on the field. That that first game when they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, they fucking held their own with the Chargers. They lost by like what three or four points. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt that game. Since then, they've gone one and five. Or sorry. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. No, they've won two games, but still, I mean... Yeah, they beat the Giants and the Falcons. Wow. Exactly. Two teams that are combined record are uh three and seven. So And then but I mean you look at their schedule and they have a gauntlet coming up. Packers, I mean, then they have the Broncos who aren't very good. Bucks, Panthers, Seahawks, Raiders, Cowboys, like they're gonna get mowed over. And it's probably like you're gonna look at them, they're gonna have like maybe three wins. And you're like, wow, I didn't think the or that the football team would be this bad. All right. I'm going to say right now, the Washington football team will be the first team to take a quarterback off the board in the 2022 NFL draft. Jets don't need one. Jaguars don't need one. Dolphins won't draft one. Well, they can't. Niners don't – or Eagles don't Falcons. need one. Do they finish worse than the Falcons, though? No. So, yeah, there you go. The Washington football team will be the first team to take No, the Falcons won't finish worse than the football team. Or, Yes. God damn it. The Falcons will finish worse than the football team. Maybe. We'll see. But I could see the Washington football team taking a quarterback. Either way. Whoever they get, it's not going to help their case. That's your biggest shock? Really? That the football team is not good? I would see, like I said, not not the fact that they're not good. The fact that they're this bad. Yeah. Another surprise that, like I predicted, I I said that the Colts wouldn't be very good. Yep. Um. I mean, it's, it'd be too cliche to say the Chiefs because yeah, that's how they are. Um. Outside of that, I'd say maybe the Chargers. I really didn't think they'd be this good. How about well, that? Are are they though? Because they just got throttled on Sunday. So they beat the Chiefs. And Cowboys. The Cowboys are a big surprise to me. I would I wouldn't say that they're that big of a surprise because they were that team before Dak got hurt. That's true. They were pretty damn good before Dak got hurt. And they added uh, more pieces, yeah. The Chargers, on the other hand, are like one very, very close ending away from being 5-1. and Because they, sh- they te- not should have, but had a very good chance of beating the Cowboys in Week 2. They did. They did. So, uh, yeah, like I said, the Cardinals for me, are just I did not expect them to be 6-0. and And they're on a bye this week, right? I don't think With- anybody did, though, to be fair. Yeah, they're on a bye this week. They, they don't play this weekend, right? Uh, no, they play. They have a huge, huge spread. Oh, yeah. They're playing the Texans. Texans. Not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Not doing it. 
Yeah, and then you said, like you said, next week we get Packers Cardinals on Thursday Night Football. Mm. That's got to be the the sexiest Thursday Night Football matchup. Oh, I could. Be, I'm gonna say it right now. Packers money line. No. no. So, I can see the the Cardinals being twelve and zero, going to the Rams on Monday Night Football in December. And then I could see him dropping two. I could see him being like fifteen and two, dropping the Rams and Cowboys. Yep. Uh, right now, so you can live, not live bet, but you can take teams' uh, win totals on DraftKings midseason. Didn't know that. Saw that the other day. Uh, Cardinals might be one worth looking into. Let me what tell you it? what it is right now. Okay, yeah, tell us what it is. For 30 seconds, I will tell you. I just got this handy any new iPhone, and it's super fast. Fine. Uh, let's see here. Season specials. No, that's not it. Team futures. That's what that's dude. DraftKings has so many things you can bet on. I bet season wins. What would what, what's your uh whose line is it? Whose line is it anyway? Uh I'm gonna say 13 and a half. I don't know where they would be at on here. They sort these things like a bunch of idiots. 12 and a half, but it's minus 175. Eek. I would take it. I would too. I mean, they're definitely going to win. I mean, that you think you look they're going to lose four games. No, yeah, 13 and four. No, that'd be, yeah, 13 no. and four. They, they can't they lose four five. games. They lose five games of their next 11. No way. Not a chance yeah. in hell. Exactly. Easy yeah. money. There yeah. you go. There you go. Lock it in. Um, Good, good question, Jason. Let's move on to the next question, which I like a lot. Yes, loyal, loyal listener, uh, new re, re, uh, recurring guest, Ethan Short came from Twitter. He said, "Out of all four major sports, like so, I guess each each major sport, uh, MLB, NHL, uh, NBA, and NFL, who would you want to see win a championship in those four major sports?" But the kicker is, it cannot be your favorite team. So for Travis and myself. It can't be the Dolphins. It can't be the Cardinals. It can't be the Blues. And for the NBA, for me, it can't be any team that, Le- that LeBron James is on. For me, it can't be Blake Griffin. Yeah. So let's kick it off. I think the easiest one for me is the MLB. I have two teams that I, I know in mind that I would like to see win a, win a championship. I have two as well. So I'll let you take the first, and I'll go with the one you don't choose. Oh, sure it might be the same. Or you want me to go first? I'll go first because I have a favorite. Okay. Uh, mine is the Seattle Mariners. Okay, cool. Mine is the San Diego Padres. My other one was Seattle Mariners. Uh, so the Mariners never, never even, not even the fact that they've never won one. They've never been to one. Yeah. Uh, and I just think like they deserve it. They've been competitive these last few years. I'd like to see him win one. I mean, how many years did they waste of, uh, Felix Hernandez's career? Pretty much all of it. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, and none of that. Uh, Griffey played for him. They never won one. Yeah, that's so. uh, that was so that I was down between the Mariners and the Padres. Both West. I Coast was teams. down between the Mariners and the Brewers. Yeah, fuck the Brewers! I, can eat I know, I know they're a division rival, but the Brewers have never won one either, and they've they've been around for a good amount. They of time. they were so bad that they had to switch fucking division. They had to switch leagues, and they still can't win one. They went from the AL to the NL. So they can eat one. Um, mine is going to be the Padres. They have been to the World Series twice in 1984 and 1998. Obviously, both times they lost. 
Um, and like Travis said, you know, the kind of a historic franchise, Tony Gwynn, the great Tony Gwynn played for them. Um, the late great Tony Gwynn. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it would just, uh, you know, be kind of fun to see the San Diego win a championship because they lost the chargers. They really don't have any sports besides the Padres, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Padres. They had their chance last year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more of a historical standpoint, not just yeah, last year. I know I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's it. my friend, Major League Baseball, is the Padres. All right, let's go on to – we'll switch it up. We'll go to one that's lesser that we care about. Let's go to the NBA just because I don't really have much commentating about mine rather than one that I'd just rather see win it. Uh, right now, I'll go with the Denver Nuggets. That's mine too. Another one that's never that's never won championship. And although they, although they, although 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 fuck Stan Kroenke. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, he probably that's probably a team that he doesn't care about. Uh, they have they have a lot of good talent. If we're going if we're saying win now, yes, Denver Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr., our boy, uh, Missouri native, Mizzou alum. I got probably not. I don't even he wouldn't really be even called alum really because he didn't no. graduate i guess but he's on that team and denver how can you hate denver yeah i mean i don't that, that was that'd be my pick too uh obviously you want to see any mizzou player win a championship uh i i i, I guess a runner-up for me would be the utah jazz uh, they were on my list too they were like close second because, I mean, they had Carl Malone, John Stockton back in the day and never won a championship. It'd be nice to see them get one. And also Jordan Clarkson plays for them. So. And probably two of the sickest throwback jerseys in the NBA. Yes, yes. So outside, like, the Grizzlies. but Ooh, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns is a good one, too, though. The Sun, Yeah, the Suns have never won one either. So. Yeah, Steve, Steve Nash and Mari Stoudemire back in the day. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with my pick at the Denver Nuggets. Who was the dude, who was the dude in uh, NBA? Peja Stoyakovich. That you could just hit in the three. Yeah, Pedro Stoyakovich. Yeah. Yes. What's, yes. There's a there's a rap song that has his fucking name in it. Uh God damn it! Let me look it up real quick. Pedro Stoyakovich. Rap song. It is. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a TikTok song. Polo G's go stupid. Don't know. Yeah, I'll have to play it for you later. I can't play it on the podcast. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to still roll the Denver Nuggets just because MPJ, uh, Jamal Murray, um, the Nikola Jokic, I would love to see those guys take one home. Do you want to go NHL before we go our big one of the NBA or of NFL? Yeah, yeah absolutely, because I'm still blanking on the NHL. I don't know who had won one one. My NHL one has got to be probably like just one of the hands down, like unluckiest franchises ever, and that is the uh, the Sabres. Buffalo, yeah. yeah, they have not won a cup, and they've been around for fifty years since nineteen seventy. Oof. Oof, Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> they lost. I, I remember. So my my only memory of a Buffalo Sabers. I met a Buffalo Sabers fan on my honeymoon in St. Lucia, June twenty nineteen, when the Blues were in the Stanley Cup Finals. There was a pub called the Cricketers Pub at the sandals in St. Lucia that we watched. It was me. Like we were there. Like there's like three other blues couples there and we all would go to this pub and watch the blues games there. And we sat next to this couple one night from Buffalo 
And they were so fucking pissed off that Ryan O'Reilly was so good for the Blues. Like, he never did shit here. He was a bum. I'm like, well, maybe you just have a shitty city that no one wants to fucking Oh, I don't care. They can eat shit because I remember when they gave the Blues that horrible goalie. Uh, Was it Ryan Miller? It wasn't Ryan Miller, was it? Ryan Miller came from the different Canadian team, but. We got a goalie from the Sabres, and he was horrible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Buffalo Sabres is a good pick. I'm honestly looking up because I'm I'm blanking on who I want to pick. Like, part of me wants to say Seattle just because it'd be fun to watch a fucking first team, a uh, first expansion team when it win a championship. But they're so bad. They're they're not good. No, we got uh, Ryan Miller from Buffalo for the one for one year. Buffalo. Uh <laughs> part of me wants to say Vancouver, the Canucks. I don't know if they've ever won a championship. They have not. They haven't? No. Okay, so I'm going to go with Vancouver because that one year when they lost, like the I think it was the Western Conference Finals, they pretty much burned their whole city down. Uh, Might have even been the Stanley Cup Finals they lost. But I'm going to go with Vancouver. So me and Travis are going two Canadian teams that aren't Montreal or or Toronto to win a Stanley Cup for us. There we go. I love it. Hey, better news. Islanders, Blackhawks, there's four goals. With eight minutes left. Don't fucking do it to me, Ricky Bobby. But the Wilds are going to lose, so we really need that one. Yeah. Um, let's roll into it. NFL. Team that you'd like to see win. I have one uh, that I have. Are you ready for it? Yeah. It's the Tennessee Titans. That's mine too. Uh, especially with this team right now. I think, one, how can you not love Derrick Henry? Monster. Two, I think it would be awesome to see Ryan Tannehill just slap Miami with his dick in the face. First of all, timeout. Let's, let's talk about that. He, Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee is not the same Ryan Tannehill that was in Miami. Maybe I mean, maybe it's a uh, – It's a culture problem in Miami. We, we, we all know it is. Let's, not necessarily just, cult, like culture in terms of you know like just the nightlife and everything because I don't see Ryan Tannehill really being the partier. But maybe it's just ownership, GM, front office standpoint. Maybe. I don't know. I, mine's Tennessee because they fell fucking one yard short of a Super Bowl back in Super Bowl 34 <laughs> against the Rams. One yard short Shit. against the Rams. Yeah. But they're, they're a team that's Who? never won it. Uh, my runner-up was the Chargers. Yeah. Because they've never won it either. And, uh, like, they left their hometown, which a lot of people probably – I don't do, – do people from San Diego still root for the Chargers? Yeah, because like in that game, I can't remember what game it was. I was watching the the Chargers super fan that was like, yeah, at all their hearings to prevent them from leaving uh, San Diego was at the game in LA. I mean, it's a fucking hour and a half drive. It's not like, no offense to San Diego fans, it's not like the Rams where they uprooted and moved halfway across the country. Halfway, yeah. <laughs> might as well damn near, damn near be all the way across the country. Like nothing's close to Missouri. Yeah, so no. like. It's not. The, it's not the same. Like you can still jet up to four hundred five. Baby, we <laughs> catch a vibe. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we can take a four five. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. We're probably just making people's ears bleed right now. Uh, oh, but yeah, so like that. I didn't know. I guess I just forget that it's that close. Uh, it's, but it's it, like. That's, With traffic on a bad day, you're looking at like two and a half hours. That's literally like living in 
living uh, living where I live and driving to a Blues game. That's literally what it's like. Uh, a little bit, okay. a little bit farther. But yeah. okay, that's okay. Okay, good. That's like me driving to a, a, a Mizzou game. Yeah, in Columbia. On a on a bad day with traffic, if you're going from San Diego to LA, it's like driving from. And it's so different in the NFL because there's only well, there are 17 games, so it's not like you're. It's not like a Cardinal game where it's like you could make you'd make the drive on like a weekday night. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, I, I, yeah. I, I I'm also going to say my 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 pick is the Tennessee Titans though, just because of their close proximity to St. Louis. Um, our uh, grandma, Grandma Bev, was a, was a Tennessee Titans fan for whatever reason. She just liked them, and then uh, also they fell they fell one yard short of of the Super Bowl. So, got to got to give it to them. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening to this, and you are a Tennessee Titans fan. You can go buy our King Henry shirt in our merch store. Boom! Yes, you can. We haven't plugged <laughs> that in a while. We're gonna have to do something for for Black Friday again this year. Come on, with some new shit. Um, but yeah, so. Great, great questions, guys. We hadn't done that in a while. We picked our three favorite ones and enrolled with them. Uh, but with that being said, thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Tommy. Um, we're going to roll into the Generous Digest. We've we've rambled on a lot, but let's get to the meat and potatoes of the episode, which is our gambling plays. They've been doing pretty good recently. So new format. We're not going to do – the primetime games, because by the time Monday rolls around, the lines have changed so much. Our opinions have changed. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a lock, an upset, and three other picks. It could be college or NFL. Any of these can be college or NFL. Lock, upset, and the three and three additional picks. And also, I got a fun little college football script that I stole from the great Rico Bosco on Twitter because he put. Yeah, out I just saw that, and we're gonna I'm, you're gonna have to give me some time on that because that's I fine. But I didn't scroll that far down and see it. They're they're fun though. So. Let's kick it off. Let's not bury the lead. Let's give us our locks. Um, do you want to kick it off with your lock? Because I mine is a college football game. So is mine. It's fucking mine is Oklahoma State plus seven against Iowa State. Why? Number eight team, right? Number eight ranked team in the country. Before me and Jared text all week long, uh, obviously, about <laughs> stuff too. Uh, before – Jared had even mentioned this to me. I was laying in bed on Sunday night, and I already liked this game. Uh, now, I, is it a game that I can see them being upset in on the road? Big game for Iowa State. Yes. By seven points, I'm going to take it. Bro, Look at the if you look at the matchup predictor on ESPN, Iowa, or Oklahoma State, 21% chance to win this game. Why? There must be something that you know these people know that we don't. I, mean, I, I literally – I get their I watched, offense isn't that great, but their defense is next level. Oklahoma State, well, didn't they run it up against fucking Texas on Saturday? They yeah. Beat them by eight. They beat them by eight. What was the score? 32-24. Yeah, they but, fucking ran. But if you look at their schedule, they have knocked off ranked teams three weeks in a row. Kansas State was ranked, beat them by 11. Baylor was ranked, beat them by 10. Texas was ranked, beat them by eight. Hey, I'm sorry. Like, Iowa State is not – Nearly the caliber of Texas at all. Within the last three weeks, both these teams have played Baylor, uh, given Oklahoma State played them played them at Oklahoma State, beat them by 10. Iowa State played Baylor on the road, lost by two. I don't, I don't care. The like, you, They've also both played Kansas State within the last three weeks, and they, but they both beat them. I think this is going to be a close game through and through. Yeah. No chance Iowa State beats them by two scores. That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna give me the top number ten ranked team. Number eight. Seven point. 
a, a, a top 10 ranked team. Oh, I thought you said number 10. No, top 10 ranked team on the road. I, mean, I don't care if it's on the road, wherever. I don't care if it's in fucking Mars. Like, give seven points on the to a top 10 ranked team. No, give give it to me all day. That's my lock. Three units. We may even do four because we, we that, that's both our locks, right? Uh, it's not my lock. Okay. Well, I'll but do I have another. Special. What time is that game? Fuck if I know, dude. I have, I don't know. I think it's an anything. 11 a.m. kick. It is time 2.30. 2.30. Time, time is a construct developed by the government to control Both of it. our locks are at 2.30. So if you're wanting to get really drunk and sweat these games uh, on Saturday, my lock is also at 2.30. And it is a game that is on CBS, Western Michigan at Toledo. Western Michigan 5-2 and two at 3-4 and four Toledo is a 2.5-point favorite. That is my lock of the week. They are coming off a win where they rolled Kent State, who's also another solid team, 64 to 31. And Toledo's coming off back to back losses versus uh, Northern Illinois and Central Michigan. Toledo did take Notre Dame to the brink earlier this year, but it seems like that might have been a fluke. Seems like it might have been a fluke. Uh, Western Michigan has beaten. Buffalo, who's been a great team in the last couple of years. They beat Pitt, who is now ranked. They beat San Jose State, who was ranked last year. Uh, so they beat a lot of solid teams this year. Damn. I'm taking Western Michigan minus two and a half as my lock. There you go. Love to see it. Um, yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. Western Michigan, uh, a MAC game that probably not a lot, not people are going to be watching, but definitely like it. Hey, it um, is on. It is nationally televised, though, so. What is your upset of the week? I'll roll into mine. Um, mine's another college game. This is a team that I like spread, and I like a money line. And it's probably I, Purdue. Why? Well, explain, guys. Purdue against at home. Purdue coming off. I know. Here's what. Here's what I'm thinking. Vegas is doing. It's gonna be, it's, they're probably thinking it's a hangover game. Hangover game. They just beat the number two team in the country, Iowa, on the road. But guys, Wisconsin is fucking terrible. They literally let Army hang around for way too long last weekend at home. Uh, Produced plus three dogs at home against a two and four Wisconsin team. They're plus one thirty money line. I'm laying the three points and I'm dabbling in the money line at plus one thirty. The and here's what stands out to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So both teams have very, very, very stout defenses. Okay. Uh, Purdue doesn't run the ball a lot, which is fine. Wisconsin has a good run defense. Yeah, obviously they fucking shut Army down last weekend. Yeah, which I mean, once you figure out, figure out the triple option, though, super easy. You're gonna shut down. Yeah. But here's what stands out to me is that Purdue. Only allows 178 passing yards a game, uh, on average. So that that automatically to me says Purdue has good corners, has good defense, uh, has good passing defense. Graham Mertz on the other end has two touchdowns this year and seven picks. He's terrible. He's a literally a, literally a walking fucking trash can. Horrible. So sucking su- suck egg sucking egg big cat. First of all, the over under on this game is 40. Gross. I'm not touching that. Give me Purdue all day, man. I'll take Purdue as well. I'll yeah, Purdue's, well. Purdue's my upset. Give give me the three points at like two or three units and give me the money line at, at a unit, unit and a half even at plus 130. That's my upset, Purdue. The only thing that scares me is their offense. I'm not worried about them stopping Wisconsin. I'm worried about them scoring enough to win. Because True. their offense has not been great. 
The three. So if you do both, though, if you do the plus three and the money line, that should be enough to 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 cover your ass, though. Yeah, I, I don't even, even if Purdue loses, it's going to be a close game. I don't disagree. Mine uh, down between two. I'm torn between two of my upsets. Give them to me. I'll help you out. All right. One is the Dolphins. I honestly don't hate that at all. There's no way this team loses six in a row, Travis. I wouldn't think so either. So maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll give you both of ours uh, this or both this week. I like the Dolphins uh, to win. We already talked about that earlier. Uh, my other one, which I think is a little bit better of a pick, is, is this a Friday night ball game? It is it's Friday night ball game, six o'clock, ESPN two. It's Memphis Tigers at UCF. Uh, not UCF. true. Like like odds wise, yes, they are underdogs, but. Exactly. I mean, they're underdogs. Yeah. No matter what way you slice it, right around even money. Uh, Memphis is an underdog on the road at UCF, which basically is – so the spread is one and a half. So essentially a pick them. UCF is one in five against the spread this year. Coming off of a blowout loss to Cincinnati, which is not hard to do, they beat – Eastern Carolina by four points, but then they they also lost to Navy. They are Navy's only win this year. Yeah, with UCF. And then you look on the other side. We're going common opponents. Memphis just steamrolled Navy. I mean, Memphis is no. a good team. Like they Memphis have that one good team. UCF allows 176 rushing yards a game. Memphis averages 179. They're RBU. They produce running backs like no other. I think they run all over them. Yeah. I don't hate that pick at all. Minus 105 money line is for Memphis. Six o'clock on a Friday night game. Don't hate that. So we gave you a couple. We gave you two different locks. Gave you three different upsets. So Travis, since you've already given out technically, because you probably like the Dolphins plus two and a half as well. Um, so Travis has already given out. Uh, we're also going to. But I don't want to count that again against okay. you right, on the podcast. Maybe we're gonna, we'll put it on the Patreon. But I'm my my official upset is Memphis. Okay. So we're going to do three other picks for the weekend. All my three picks, because I gave you my lock as college, my upsets college. I'm also my three picks. I'm going to give you our NFL because that is that is what everyone watches every Sunday. My first NFL pick that I like that's additional: Ravens minus six at home against the Bengals. I think they steamroll them. I had that uh, on my slate as well. Yeah, I mean it's just not even not even Bengals. Everyone's like, oh my god, the Bengals are finally legit. I mean. Let's I mean, look what they just did to Justin Herbert. The Bengals? No, the oh, Ravens. Oh, oh yeah, I mean the Bengals just beat the beat the Lions. Whoop de fucking do. Who gives a shit? Yeah, which the, I mean the Bengals have had outside the Lions game, which I think that just identifies how bad the Lions were. Uh, have played in very very close games. Three point win against the Vikings. Yeah. A three point win against the Jags. It, and then three point losses against the Bears and Packers. But. I, I think the Ravens are, are rolling right now and clicking on all cylinders. So I like that one, especially yeah. at home. Yep, exactly. At home was was the big kicker for me. One of my picks. Jesus Christ. It's like, who the fuck joined our stream? Uh, one of my picks. I don't know if I love this one, but it's dating back to how much we shit talked this guy earlier in the podcast. Is Packers minus nine and a half. Versus the Washington football team. Uh, that scares me. If the Chiefs can hold Washington to 13.0 in the second half, 
I know the Packers defense isn't much better, but I just can't only imagine what they're going to do to him. All right, it's in it's in Lambo, so you'll get me to buy it on that a little bit. It's starting to get to that. It's starting to get to that time of year where you're getting like late October, early November, where the weather in Lambo is really going to start being a factor. Yeah, it so, will be. Which as of, which as of right now though, because they show you like what the weather's supposed to be. Apparently, they're not going to right now, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I hear you there. Um, I mean, they, they they just beat the they beat the Bears pretty handily on Sunday. I think the Bears are better than the Washington football team, so I didn't love it when I looked at it. I didn't include it on mine, but for the sake the of the Bears by ten, they beat the Steelers by ten, and then Washington football team's coming off of two back to back double digit losses, so it's trending in that way. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't I don't hate that pick what at all. My three picks. There you go. My other my. Next NFL pick that I like is going to be the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. I might buy an alternate line at plus six at home against the Chiefs. I mean, they just covered against the, against the Bills at home, and the Bills drummed. Not only did they cover, they won, but the Bills drummed the Chiefs two weeks ago in Kansas City by eighteen points. You cannot give a home team that says good and can run the ball as good as the Titans can against a terrible run defense like the Chiefs. Six points. You just can't do it. So I, I'm going to personally bet them at five and a half. But if you want to buy the hook to six or if you're betting where you can buy alternate lines, maybe get them at plus six. But I like the Titans in this one. All right. I don't mind that one at all. My next one is one that kind of scares me. But I got to go with who these teams have played. It's called football game. Um, it is Saturday at 11 a.m. It is Wake Forest at Army. Uh, and Wake Forest, who's ranked now 16th in the country, they're six and zero. They're three point favorites, and I know a three point road favorite kind of weary, but that's who I'm taking. They have played a solid schedule. They've beaten teams Virginia, Louisville, uh, Syracuse, all back to back, and they've they've beat them, you know, by three points or more, obviously. So that's what I'm taking. I think Army, on the other hand, they're four and two. They're not a scrub team by any means, but they they're just not as good as a team as Wake Forest is like in the grand yeah. rings. Yeah, no. I uh I don't hate that at all. Army just can't like if you can shut down the triple option, then you know, you are good to go. So, um I don't I don't hate to pick it all. I'll give you one more pick. I'll make it quick. Uh it's another NFL game for me. I've already said it earlier in the podcast. I like the Rams minus 4. Right now they're minus 14 and a half at home against the Lions. The Matt Stafford Revenge game. You could also call it the Jared Goff revenge game, but who's the better quarterback out of those two? It's definitely Matt Stafford. It's more than yeah, Matt Stafford Jared revenge, game. revenge against anything. Yeah, exactly. He's. I saw this guy on TikTok. I had to say it. He was going over the top five um, rivalries in in, in in the NFL, and he's like going like the Ravens Steelers, Chiefs uh, Ravens Steelers, um, Cowboys Eagles, and the number one was Jared Goff against winning. Is what his what is number one rivalry in the NFL. <laughs> That's fact, though. Dude, so right now it's minus 14 and a half. I like it better at just the minus 14, so two touchdowns. So I know a lot of books don't allow you to buy points in the NFL, buy half points, but on like DraftKings, FanDuel, or wherever you bet at, you can do alternate spreads. So maybe look at that because minus 14 and a half is minus 110. Maybe look at minus 14 is probably minus 115, minus 120. 
lay a little bit of extra juice on it to cover that, but I do like the Rams in a blowout in this one. Okay. Don't mind that one. My next one is a Saturday night game. Uh, NC State ranked 18th versus Miami. Miami is poo-poo. They suck. They're dog shit. They're two and four. <laughs> they have, uh, I, I believe Derek King's done for. Uh, yeah, he right is. Now. Uh, they've lost their last two games. They're letting up an average of 30 points a game. Meanwhile, NC State's defense is solid, letting up only 14 points a game. The spread's only three. I'm taking NC State minus three. Okay, there we go. So that is our additional three picks. We got it. We got some. These are not going to be Patreon picks. This is like a bonus, fun little script that we stole from Rico Bosco on Twitter. We'll make it quick. Um, but basically, he has three, three, three questions. Um, this one I think is fun. A double-digit underdog that's worth taking a stab on the money line. I got, I got, I, I got one for you, and you'll like Don't it. Don't pick the Bears. No, no, no. This is this is the NCAA. It's college football. Oh, okay, okay. I was I just wanted to make sure. All right. No, yeah, it's college football. Let me so, grab it. Go ahead. All right. So college football. A double digit underdog that's worth taking a stab on the money line. A Friday night game. Washington at Arizona. I mean, Washington's not good. Neither Arizona is Arizona. Arizona's so bad. Are they are 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 they that bad? Dude, they're that. They're I think I they're that bad. Okay, so you just talked me out of that one. So, um, I just don't. I don't want to put that out and then get steamrolled because I think they're they're that. I mean, bad. this is not an official pick. This 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 is just for fun. A double digit dog that's worth taking a stab at money line. I'm scrolling through the the card right now. So um, am I. I'm looking. Let's see, because you you just you just stole my fucking thunder there. That's tough. Double digit dogs that's worth taking a stab at money line. Bro, I might have to stick with that because that's like the only one I see that I could see happening. If you want to stick with it, then go with it. I mean, it's, it's nothing. Oh, oh, no, damn it. Well, <laughs> man, no, no, Arkansas State. Jesus Christ, they're terrible. Not Tulane either. Yeah, dude, I'm going to do with it. I'm going to do with it. Worth taking a stab, a very small stab. I mean, like a quarter to a half unit. Arizona's plus 17 at home against Washington. And plus five seventy five on uh, money line dogs. Just take a stab at it, lay a little juice. I might do like fucking five ten dollars on this thing, but I, actually, I probably wouldn't bet it at all. But if you want to take a stab in the dark, if you are a value chaser, if you're looking at a double double digit dog this weekend, that's worth taking a stab money line. That's my pick: Arizona at home against Washington. All right, I kind of like mine. Not gonna lie to you, this is a team that we've been riding. Uh, they, I think we're two and one when we ride this team, uh, but we're betting against them. It is South Alabama at UL Monroe. Uh, UL Monroe is 13 and a half point dogs plus 400 on the money line. UL Monroe is coming off a win against Liberty. Okay. And it's at home. Uh, they're three and three South Alabama's four and two, both one and two in the conference. Uh, so plus 400. I like that at home. I don't hate that at all. We both took home big, big home dogs there. Yeah. There we maybe go. Something, maybe maybe something we can be on to here. Maybe something. We'll have to check it out. I'll probably <laughs> lay a little juice on both those, to be honest with you. Uh, probably won't be Patreon picks, but you heard it on the podcast first. Um, so that's the first uh, question, this little script that Rico Bosco put together. The other one is think is a team that you think is going to win in a blowout 
and you would lay an extra three points in the on the spread against them. So, you know, it could be a team that's that's dogs. You're like, fuck it. You know, they're plus seven. I'll take them. I'll take them at, at plus three. Or if they're minus seven, fuck it. I'll take them at minus ten. What's the team that you're looking at this weekend? You're like, I, I will lay an extra three points against them because that's how confident I am they're going to win. That's tough. It is. It is yeah. tough. I'm scrolling through right now. <laughs> I almost want to say Purdue because they're plus three. So, I mean, but that'd make a money line. That's kind of that was my upset. So that's that's kind of weak. It's kind of whack. Um, okay, I got one for you. Let's hear it. Um, nope, I don't like that one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so ready because I'm I'm having oh, a tough oh, time. Oh, I got one. I got one. I think Oregon. I think Oregon. They're plus two and a half against UCLA team that to me is honestly not super impressive. Dude, I don't know. They look pretty good on Saturday night. Oh, Oregon's been dude, I there's been two times where Oregon's been like LaFraud. So I'm 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 adding three points to a spread here. So you talk me out of that one. Um <laughs> fucking Christ, man. I got one. I just gotta Go. find the fucking game. It's disappearing on me, I'm telling you, man. Oh, here we go. Fresno State at home against Nevada. Fresno State's minus three. I'll I'll take him win by a touchdown or more. All right. I like it. Hey, Jake Hayner, baby. Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner. He won last week for us when we oh, had yeah. him. Mine's gonna be uh Pitt at home. Number twenty right number twenty three ranked team in the country playing Clemson, who should have lost to Syracuse. Uh, Pitt is minus three, so I'll take them minus six as well. Minus seven, adding four. Oh, no, you're adding, adding three points. You're right, you're right. Minus yeah, six. Yeah. They are averaging 48 points per game, 533 yards of offense a game. Uh, they are just rolling on all cylinders. Their only loss, like you said, came against uh, Western Michigan, but they've beaten Tennessee, steamrolled Georgia Tech, steamrolled Virginia Tech. Um, so I like this a lot. Okay, there we go. So we're adding three points. Take some alternate spreads on Fresno against Nevada. Make a minus six and add three points to Pitt at home against Clemson to make it a minus six. Like that pick a lot. This one's might be a little tough. Your your best under of the week. So a team like college football is hard to pick unders on because points are scored at a premium with the way the clock works. But what is an under you're looking at? Like, yeah, that's gonna hit. What are you looking at? I I'm looking at Oklahoma and Kansas. The under is 67 and a half just because Kansas can't score for fuck. Honestly, like like Oklahoma might win this game 50 to nothing. I don't mind that. 67 and a half, like Oklahoma, yeah, they're going to score 40, 50 points. But are you going to trust Kansas to score 18 to 20? No. No. Don't mind that at all. Mine is going to be... Uh, NFL Lions at Rams over under is 50 and a half. Okay. It was all, it's supposed to be all college, but I'll take it. Oh, fuck it is. Damn it. Yeah. Gosh, damn it. I took, dude, I suck. We've, we've had a little too much to drink tonight. We have, uh, hang on. I got you. I got you. We're coming up. I hate, dude. I hate, I hate taking unders. I suck at it. <laughs> Your boy's the over under king over here. I've been hitting those lately. Let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Some good defenses. One, look up while I'm looking at this. 
Look up some of the NCAA's top defenses and shout them out to me. Uh, okay. Hold on two seconds. Let me put this down. Top defenses. All right. Um, we're going to do team stats. Like, like by, by score, like scoring defense. Yeah. Scoring defense. All right. The top one is obviously Georgia. I think, right. buy, I think they're on buy this week. Yeah, I wouldn't take their under anyway. Maybe give me like maybe give me like twenty. Who's number twenty? Uh, Houston. Houston Friday night game might might take it. <laughs> yep, taking it. They're not Friday. They're not Friday night. They're not. No. Oh, they're not. They're Saturday, three o'clock. Houston Eastern East Carolina. The over-under is 58 points. Uh, they only allow 16 points a game. East Carolina allows 28. There you go. There we go. So, Travis, on the, so I, on the fly, you see that? Yeah. See how we do things here? That's how we do things. We obviously analyze a lot more on the Patreon, but this was a fun episode. <laughs> a little bit a little bit off the dome. Rambled a lot. Take some, took some questions from some listeners. It was always fun. I am fucking drunk. Um, there we go. Love to see uh, it. Yeah. For the brand. So, oh, wrong, wrong sticker for the brand. Um, that's episode 138. Subscribe to the Patreon, guys. Like, if you gamble, even if you just gamble, like, if you take 10 of our plays a week, I promise you, like, you'll you'll win money. Like, if you take our our each day, if you gamble one 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 day a week, and you take our favorite play each day. I promise you, you'll probably end up winning money, and your return on investment will, will end up paying out. Just ask David Dodge, the homie's winning with us. Um, so, uh, shout out David Dodge. Anyway, uh, we are going to wrap one thirty-eight. We got a guest coming on next week. He's a little bit of a TikTok famous guy. You guys will be happy to see that. So, other than that, um, happy gambling, happy hunting, and uh, take it easy. Peace.